This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This episode 321, you almost ran over a small bus. Are we talking about Aaron Long or Josie off the door? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Josie's definitely the small bus. Mm-hmm. And nobody was running him over, but hey, at least the Red Bulls got out of... Uh, their own building with three points. Imagine that, right? Amazing. It's because I was there. Yeah. <laughs> they knew not to fuck up. Because I wasn't, I guess. So, Toronto FC 2 nothing, or 2 nothing went over Toronto FC. Um, let's get into the tweets. Uh, Truman, you got them up, or should I read them off? Uh, I mean, I just see the one, right? Yeah, that really wasn't much. All right. Yeah, I can read it real quick. Uh... Casey Jones at Grateful Shred 23. The kind of result we need consistently from here on out. Would have been nice to see them finish a few more of the chances. I'll get to that. But got the job done. I mean, at least in the second half they did. Yes. That's all that matters, I guess. All right. Let's do our likes and dislikes. Uh, Pat, you're up first. What did you dislike about this one? Uh, you know, I just didn't really, you know... It, how many more times would West team seem to get out-possessed for a significant portion of the game? I mean, I guess in the end, a win is a win is a win, but I think in many cases uh, their losses uh, come in those situations. So uh, it's getting tired to watch them get outplayed, uh, especially at home. Uh, and, you know, it's just one of the things you wish they could correct. And maybe they will with a monster signing we might talk about soon. Uh, all right. So I, <laughs> I feel like the whole possession thing, they just tell you, well, we're not a possession team. Mm-hmm. We're not a possession team. I mean, it should be a little bit more possession team at home, right? It's a little bit. Wasn't well, that what Chris, Chris Armis issued the high press for? Cause he wanted to be more possession oriented. Yes. Yes, he did. And then he was like, Oh, didn't work. Yep. <sighs> so I, what MSG, what they said in the broadcast was, Armist didn't want the team being stretched too thin defensively. Want the space between the lines. Mm. Cool. Good for him. <laughs> Either way, it didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dislike will be poor, poor. One game, hopefully only, snake bit Daniel Royer. Mm. That guy, not just the missed penalty, but he had, I think, three other chances in the second half that were just, I mean, inches away from going in inches mm-hmm. away 
and he just couldn't capitalize. Thankfully, it did not cost the team, and I'm not jumping over Daniel Royer because he's been pretty damn solid this year. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, I mean, a weight would have been taken off the fan shoulders had they gone up uh, 2 nothing sooner in that game and not with, uh, I don't know, two minutes left. Yeah. Not in stoppage yeah. time. Yeah, Rick, right. <laughs> My dislike, and I'm going to focus on the first half, and, and kind of last game, too, since I wasn't here for to talk about that one, is just the lack of urgency coming out of the gate. Uh, unfortunately, it's this is a trend this year. It's not like this is a one-off. We've had this happen plenty of times before. And at this point, I'm going to put on two different people. One is Chris Armors because the head coach has to be the guy to get the team up for the mm-hmm. game. And two, as much as he deserves praise for what he did this game – Luis Robles is not acting like a captain because that's part of his responsibility too, is making sure his players are ready to go. Mm. I mean, you can't, you can't come out the week before after the game and talk about complacency and then produce that first half. Either guy, right? Cause you have to be taking responsibility for what happens on the field. You can't talk about complacency. You can't talk about that shit happening and then let that first half happen the way it did. We were a VAR call away from, Luis Robles getting shit by out the door. We were, uh, what was it? One of the guys skying the ball over the net from a second goal. Like that game could have easily been three nothing Toronto before halftime. And it was, and it, if it wasn't for those two things, plus Luis Robles somehow getting his hand on one of the balls, this game would have been over at halftime. And I put that on Robles and Armas for not getting this team ready to go. Multiple times this year. This team has failed to start a game and has somehow picked it up at halftime. That, the time for that bullshit is over. We have, what, 10 games left in the season? There, we, during the game, they're saying we could have ended as high as second or as low as eighth place in the Eastern Conference on, on the Saturday. There is no room for error anymore. It's, it's over. But, but here's, the, it's just, here's the thing, Jay. This team is playing like a team that's just a, a so-so team. And yes. they just played a literally a so-so team, right? A fi- it was a 500 team at the time with a zero goal differential. Mm-hmm. So, they again, they didn't play down to opponent. They played pretty much to the equal of the opponent where Toronto had all those great first-half chances and then we had the second-half chances. So did did Robles just not really get the team up for the game or was that as up as the team is going to get? Well, either way, it's a problem. So. Yes, I agree. <laughs> all right. Likes the game. Pat, what did you like about this? I like that apparent scrub. Uh, I guess he finally impressed – uh, Chris Armas to start um, because, you know, Chris Armas has mentioned to all his fans that we don't see the daily practices. So I'm just happy to now see that uh, Kamar Lawrence has stepped it up in practice uh, to start in this game and play and uh, put the uh, icing on the cake with that goal at the end. You know, I- I'm really glad he stepped up this play to impress Chris Armas enough to start him in this game. Yeah, I, I wonder what Armas saw in him to like, you know what, this kid – yeah, I think this kid's got it today. I think this is his game. Yeah, I think this is the week Kamar Lawrence shows us what he really is. Yeah. Uh, 
to add, this is not my leg, but to add on to it, I wonder what Buckmaster showed to have him <laughs> signed the day of the game and, and kick Mario out of the lineup because, you know, it's all about consistency too, right? You got to <laughs> oh, have yeah. consistency in the back line. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that Reach Buckmaster thing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's when you know they're playing that day. When you see that, like, oh, he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly. Uh, my like is going to be, let's rewind the, the taxi goal and who got the ball over there, and that's Kaku, who had a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. He had the goal non-goal. It was an own goal, but, like, he created that, and uh, he had the assist. I, I mean, I guess technically he has the assist on the taxi goal, right? Mm-hmm. Crossed it over. Wasn't it? Hit, and, re- and then taxi got the rebound. Listen, he put the ball over there, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kaku, I, yeah, I thought he had a really good game in that second half, uh, which is what we need out of him week in, week out. Um, my like is going to be, you know, I, I kind of shit on Robles for something in this game, and I'm going to give him the credit that that save. In the first half, if it wasn't for that, this game is very different. Literally reached behind himself to pull that ball back away from the goal line. The fucking amazing save. Yeah. And, and and if it wasn't for Alejandro Bedoya screaming something in the camera after a goal, mm. Robles should, and we, I'm not getting into the political stuff, but Robles up for player of the week on the one week where the fans are actually listened to, and he gets ignored as bullshit, honestly. Well, I mean, we're used to everyone on this team getting ignored by MLS.com, so what do we, that means. What else is new? Apparently it was the media, not the, not the fans. The, the media votes gave in to the, so the fan. The media voted Alejandro Borea as player of the week because of a political statement he made on the field. No, because of the fans asking for him to to be voted in. I'm, I'm very he did have a good I'm, game, which I will get to later. I'm very anti politics in sports. That that is, I think I've made that clear in the past. I I am just if you're going to do a player of the week, just be consistent. I, it's like everything else. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not trying to try to get the politics of it, but basically if his play on the field was not good enough to make him player of the week, then it's, it's player of the fucking week. It's not, it's not about political statement of the week. Right. That's it. Again, listen, as much as I've been moving out before. Robles is, I mean, it's just, it's not going to happen anyway. They, they would have found someone else to get voted in. It's just, this, this is the life we lead as Red Bulls fans. They would have won. Winning gold weeks, nothing. They would have wanted it to a carbon fiber rod if they could. Over right, Red exactly right. All hell, Rod. All right. Uh, so, afterthoughts. Any other thoughts on this game? I mean, Bradley Ray Phillips just – what? What? Listen, I again – Brian White deserves to start every game, but um, can we get some kind of update on him? Is this just his role now for the rest of the season? 
until things change. Mm-hmm. Is he is he just not ninety minute ready to go guy? What I want to know what the fuck's going on. He's just old. Sure, that hasn't stopped them before from starting him. <laughs> that guy who's two years old, two years younger than me, he old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to. I want to know what's going on. Uh, my other thing is, I don't know if you guys know what happened in the fireworks show. Uh, there fireworks? Listen, they had the post game fireworks, but holy shit! Hats off to the Red Bulls because when you walked into the stadium, they gave everyone these little uh, bracelets, right? With this little, I don't know, like a little box that would glow red, okay? Or you'd pull a little strip off and it would start glowing red, right? So everyone wore these little wristbands about the size of watches. Mm-hmm. During the fireworks show, these little wristbands then started flashing different colors to the tempo of the music. That's pretty cool. So somehow these wristbands, I don't know, synced up with the music and were flashing colors, uh, all different colors. Magic. It was the coolest thing I've seen. Yeah, dude, I, like, I'm pretty sure whoever has them now, um, it's going to, like, steal their, their brainwaves or something and create pod people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're secretly used for. Uh, but for that, it was really, really, it was fucking badass. It was really cool to see. Um and then they had everyone recycle them at the end of the game. So, you know, you didn't just come home with this thing that didn't really work for anything anymore. Oh, well, that was my pod people joke I had planned. I was going to be like, I wore this at the game. I love the Rebels. You should try it on. <laughs> Go to the game, yes. Enjoy Red Bull soccer. Uh, Pat, if you go to my Instagram, uh, I posted, I think, a video of it, of the... Um, the fireworks and the little wacky light display. It was very, very, it was very cool. Nice. They don't, they never fucking cheap you on the, uh, the cool stuff. They just cheap you. No, they just cheap you on the fires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving on prediction contest. I didn't get this right. I don't remember your predictions. I know you both got predicted wins. I just don't remember what exactly. I did three nothing, so. And I probably said 2-1, I would guess. Okay. So that puts – so going with that, Truman, you're in second with nine. Pat's in third with seven. I am in first with 14. So Truman and Pat both closed the gap by a point on me. Yes. I'm, I'm going to keep closing. I'm going to be like the Mets, and I'm going to keep closing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, the Red Bulls are traveling to the West Coast to take on LAFC. On Sunday, August 11th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, oh. that's right. A Sunday game at 10 p.m. Oh. Because nobody nobody loves uh, late night soccer more than the East Coast. I have Mondays off for my summer schedule. Yay! Screw you, buddy. Um, that game's going to be on FS1. LAFC come into the game with a 16-3-4 record. Nine zero and one at home, so they've not lost at home in 2019. 52 points plus 38 goal difference, number one overall in Major League Soccer. Their last five, two wins, a loss, and two wins. So this is like the proverbial buzzsaw that the Red Bulls are walking into. Yeah. Uh, since I'm still in predictions, I'm going to go first. And I'm predicting pain this weekend because <laughs> – 
as I, no matter what the Red Bulls would have done this week to make me think they were doing better, this is LAFC almost. No, nobody has beat them at home, and it's taken a lot to beat them on the road. So uh, I'm going to go with the 2 nothing loss, uh, which I think is honestly kind of respectable <laughs> against LAFC given their goal difference this year. But our defense is not up to snuff. Our offense isn't that great. So I don't see good things happening this weekend. The Red Bulls have not played there before, right? I don't believe so. No. Because then we started last year when they came to us. Right. So guess what? We're going to win. And the only reason I say this is because weeks and weeks and weeks ago, I said we were going to beat their pants off in their own building. So I I have to stick by it. I can't take it back now. I, I just can't. I already said it on Twitter. I'm going to stay by it. Uh, Red Bulls are going to win 3-1. Uh, I have no reason why that's going to happen, only because I said it on Twitter. And I'm going to, I'm going to back up my tweet. Uh, you know, this is the, one of those games where, like, they would, uh, they would randomly win. Like, they're, they're, they've done this all season. They're like, you know, they do play shitty, and then they win a game. That being said, my prediction is doom, <laughs> and I am also predicting three-one, but in the loss column. Um, I, I think they could get a goal. Um, you know, I think their offense is decent enough to do that. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think this just this—it's cross-country trip. LAFC is at home. Uh, they have a high-powered offense. I don't see this going well for the Rebels. The, the the biggest problem with this game is that if it was being played on like a Sunday afternoon at like four o'clock when no one's really fucking paying attention, mm-hmm. I think they'd have a better chance of winning. I mean, this is me being realistic now, um, mm-hmm. but the fact that they're playing at uh, seven o'clock at night on the West Coast, they don't they don't do great um, on the West Coast at night. No, that's the problem. Daytime, I think they're okay. Uh, nighttime, not so much. But listen, didn't they beat Dallas? Uh, that was Dallas's first home loss of the season. But that was also right? an afternoon game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just, I, again, there's no fucking reason why they should win this game. I, and again, I don't know why I'm saying it. Maybe this, uh, the transfer we're going dis- to discuss, he's going to start and just score like 42 goals in the game. Well, I think that's that's the uh, that's certainly the uh, you know the conservative estimate how many goals he's going to score for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I also predict a header goal by uh, Buckmaster, aka his new name, Buck Nasty. Buck Nasty. All right. Uh, anything else on LASC? Uh, they have cool jerseys. They do, right? I like those black jerseys. They're sexy, and their fans are into them. Mm-hmm. Their fans seem to. Can like we really sign? Awesome. Wait, hold on. Can we sign Zlatan for just one game because he always beats them? That's true. That's a good point. So, random. Do you guys see what they what their supporters wore to the <laughs> match at LA Galaxy? No. <laughs> the LAFC supporters showed up in camo because they were quote invading. Carson. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, it is. All right. 
Uh, let's move on. New York Red Bulls two. Uh, they were not so lame because they beat LA. Or sorry, St. Louis FC two nothing in their last match. Their record is now thirteen five and four. Good for forty four p- points, a plus twenty five goal difference. Uh, second in the East. The next match. Yeah. Um, who was I? Can't remember who was above them, but they're like two points off the lead right now in the East. Tip. I think Tampa. Tampa Bay Rowdy, I believe, are in first. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Rowdies are in first. I think they're pretty close to, and they're three points off of Phoenix Phoenix Rising, who's leading the West right now. Yeah, cool. Uh, their next match is away versus Hartford Athletic on uh, Saturday, August tenth, at one p.m. Eastern Time. Sky Blue FC. Uh, finished their last match with a 1-1 draw at the Portland Thorns. So their record right now is 2-3-10 with nine points. Minus nine goal difference, ninth in the league. Next match is away to the Utah Royals on August 7th at 10 p.m. And a bit of news for them. Uh, So the last time when you guys recorded, the team was asking for fan support to try to get the game on August 18th moved to Red Bull Arena. Well, that officially has happened. So August 18th, Sky Blue FC will be hosting uh, the Seattle Rain at Red Bull Arena. I believe the red member presale is already over by the time we're recording this. and uh, Or if not, it's going to be on one, at some point Wednesday. And then general, general ticket sales on, are going. And I'd be curious to see how many people they have show up. And more uh, importantly, how many people return to Rutgers after this game. <laughs> Whereas the players, I, th- I think a lot of people are going to show up, but here's the problem. It's, it's making Right. You just said it. It's not going to be the sky blue love fest. It's going to be the Megan Rapino love fest as justifyingly it should be. Um, but it's, it's not going to be the atmosphere they're going to want. Mm. Well, all we can hope is, or at least sky blue can hope is that, the Megan Rapinoe show gets enough interest in them to get more people on a regular basis to Rutgers. So, I mean, I, my guess would be that it, their hope is to get enough people there that they can impress Red Bull and, you know, make a deal to finally move it. Cause they can't, they, after the season, they can't even stay at Rutgers, right? Right. Right. Maybe, well, either that or they can go to Montclair. And be more out of the way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Monkler might have some of the same issues. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think the train station's actually closer to Monclair, at least. That's like, not now what I'm, uh, like part of the, that's not even what I'm talking about. Like Rutgers, they can't even because they don't have proper locker rooms. Like, I, I don't know if even if Monclair has proper locker rooms. I mean, you, the U.S. side's playing there. They got to have something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you I mean, think so? You would think so, but I mean, again, it is USL. You know, it's not the main thing. Yeah, but I think himself has requirements. Yeah. And I'll bet you those players aren't having to dump ice into buckets just to, you know, to <laughs> lay into. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they got their training facility right down the road. But they really needed to. You know, now we talk about it like that. Red Bulls buying Sky Blue wouldn't be a bad idea, but I know it's not going to happen. No, it's not. No. Murphy's not giving that money up. No. As much as he should because he can't run that team. Yeah. 
How about this for a uh, transition? Red Bulls aren't going to buy Sky Blue because check out who they picked up on the uh, transfer window. On loan, not even by on loan. Yeah. So Josh, Josh Sims, who uh, is under contract for the Premier League side, Southampton, uh, last on loan with Reading uh, between for the 2018-19 season, is supposedly or is allegedly joining the Red Bulls on loan at least for the rest of the season. Anyone want to get take a guess at his goal tally in his professional career? I'll give you I'll give you this hint. He's played 20 games in the Premier League. Uh, eight three with the Southampton U23 team and 18 with Reading in the championship last year. So 41 total appearances. Zero. Yep. Zero. Way to get a winner that can't score, guys. <laughs> well, Pat, wasn't that the big winger signing you've been looking for? Yeah, big right? time. Wasn't this the big move? Yeah. Let, you know, we have a whole right wing. Let's take a half measure. <laughs> Nothing like good old half measure to solve this. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it just this reeks of Matt, Matthias Jurgensen. Uh, this guy is not going to make an instant. I'll be very, very shocked this guy makes an instant impact. Um, I, I feel like Red Bull Global just seems to ignore that this league is getting significantly better and that these half measure players that as recently as maybe five years ago uh, who could make an impact, uh, they just don't. They're, they're not doing it anymore. And so I, I'd be thoroughly surprised if, uh, you know, a guy with zero goals, even the championship. I mean, the championship is, uh, you could say, roughly on par with, you know, MLS at this point. Um, I, I, I'd be shocked if he makes, he makes an impact. I think we'd all be. I think we'd be fucking mind-blown. Mm-hmm. On the bright side, he has, let's see. One, two, three, five assists in his professional career. Cool. Well, he's 22. I think he's 22 years old. Yep. So we're getting him in his his prime years. This is when he's breaking out. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, prove us wrong, buddy. Prove us wrong. That'd be wonderful. All right. Uh, Also, for dumping ground, um... I didn't write this down on the agenda because I kind of forgot. So, going a little uh, not sports adjacent. So, Disney Plus is coming out in November, and they announced pricing. The interesting thing is, like, it's twelve ninety nine a month. It includes Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Wait, excuse me? Yep. Excuse ESPN Plus has been bundled with Disney Plus. And Hulu? And Hulu, ad version, I think. It's not the ad free, but still. Three services for basically $13 a month. And hopefully it's only it's like an extra two, two bucks to get the no ads, then boom. If they do it that way, yeah. Boy, that is. But, but for those of you who, like me, are doing ESPN Plus and we're interested in Disney Plus anyway, you just got a sweetheart deal, basically. I, I know the price will eventually go up, but still, might as well jump on it while you can, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is honestly not bad at all. Can't go wrong with that, no. Here's, I mean, here's my, this is my thing with Disney+. Plus. Now, it's cool that, like, you know, we're, they're, they're going to do all these Marvel stuff. I want 
every super old Disney movie on there. And I ain't talking 90s. I want like 1940s, 50s movies. I want Robin Hood. I want Fox and the Hound. That kind of stuff. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. I want all those goofy cartoons, like the goofy shorts. Like, that's what I need. That'd be Duck, sweet. DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, Chippin, Dale's Rescue Rangers. If you give me Darkwing Duck and Gargoyles, I'm sold. <laughs> It's it's worth it for the nostalgia triple love. Oh my god, absolutely. I just want the Mandalorian. I need everything Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Uh so that's it for me. Anything else with dumping grounds? Nah. Okay. Uh so by the way, if you haven't noticed, there's no sound effects. <laughs> the reason is because our usual Google Hangout stuff is uh done. And we are kind of recording this on our phones right now. Yep. So hopefully the, hopefully the quality is not bad. It doesn't sound too bad to us. But uh, at least for now, this seems to be what we're going to do. And I'm hoping to find a better solution that will allow me to do sound effects again after my move, which is next week. So we'll see how that goes. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just saw that. But it's now time for Pat's betting corner, and I would throw in some slot music right now. There we go. <laughs> All right. So this weekend, uh, I forget what I bet last week, but if you listen to me, once again, you lost money. So once again, uh, I'm looking at a couple games here that I think are uh, going to look pretty good for uh, making some dinero. So this week, I'll be putting my money on. Uh, Portland over Van- Portland at home over Vancouver, Atlanta at home over a blue team, and that's right. Unfortunately, LAFC over the New York Red Bulls. I just don't see us coming out of there a win. But considering how often that I need LAFC to win, and they're the last game available uh, to make money, and then they blow it, that could mean good stuff for the Red Bulls, right? So yeah, right. You'd, you'd you'd feel good about losing that money if that's what it came down to. Yeah, I'd be alright with it. I'd be alright with it, unless it was like the big bet. Unless it was the big the dollar bet that I bet every game that like could win me eight thousand dollars, I'd be upset about that. But yeah, but the parlay, eh, no big deal. All right. Uh, so last our last uh, segment of the week is time for Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Oh, that was pretty good. You got one out there. Uh, so let's let's just bring it back to DC United because uh, they got embarrassed in all sorts of ways in these past couple days. Uh, the first is on the field. They got crushed early and often by Philly. They lost five to one. They got a player sent off. They had Bedoya making political statements on their field. Uh, they did not have a good day. And then today. Wayne Rooney, he is going back to England at the end of the season. So he's not even sticking around for, I think he has two more seasons, two more years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. He's been there for a, he'll play for what, a year and a half on DC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he played the half season last year. A, yep. a year and a half, DC will have him, a guy that they helped bring in, bring in fans, uh, improve the team. Uh, which he has. I mean, there's no doubt he's been playing great. 
but they are in massive trouble because they're probably lo- they're, they're definitely losing him. Uh, they might be losing a couple more star players on that team. So they are going to go right down the shitter, and that's a real shame. Mm-hmm. I find it funny that Rooney is leaving for uh, Dar- Darby County to be a player coach. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't believe those things are still things. Yeah. Well, apparently misses family. Where? All right, guys, you got to get out on the field and joke out like I do. Now I'm going to make a substitution right here when I'm playing the game. Uh, oh, that should be hilarious. Uh, sub me in, coach. <laughs> well, that's me. I'm subbing me. So here's a question. So they're currently in the championship. What happens if he gets them into the Premier League? Is he still player coach? No. Yeah. But he what fires, if he's an assistant? Because isn't Frank Lampard still the coach there? Uh, no, the manager on according to Wikipedia is Philip Koku. Okay. Oh, that's right. Lampard went to Chelsea. I forgot about that. Yes. But so, but player assistant coach in the Premier League? Be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? Be interesting. Probably not going to happen. All right. Uh, so that's it. Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. One buck a month is only to give us exclusive or to get exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap ups, live postings, or anything else we decide to do. You can email us Red Bull Rant at gmail.com. And I think I forgot to tell you guys there was an email last week. I don't know if you actually read it or not. We did not. Nope. My bad. And speaking, uh, of month, and speaking of monthly wrap-ups, we totally didn't do a July one. No, we didn't. The the, the move has been very <laughs> has been playing very very bad badly on my schedule. So, what are these people paying us for? They like us. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Uh, you can call us 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant, on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMAC, DAT for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we wrap this up. Hey, Red Bulls. I'm the only one that has some kind of crazy faith in you for no reason whatsoever. It's just because I'm insane. Because I'm insane, you're going to go out there, prove me right, and win. Red Bulls, at least SummerSlam is on and I don't have to watch you. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 321 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Go Mets. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? 